Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Blank Slate. Thanks for pressing play. This here is your host in Chicago, Rich Camalucci, with my co-host in Orlando, Chris Mullet. I feel like Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation are like Happy Holidays. But Merry Christmas. Merry uh, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss, 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 kiss my ass. Kiss, kiss my ass. <laughs> kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> uh, more so not, not the holiday specifically, but just like that mindset is what I'm in right now. All right. Well, um, and let's go ahead and apply that mindset to, uh, what was this, week tw- 11. Uh, this was week We're 11? So close. Uh, so We're yeah, so close. every week, uh, Mullet and I decided to go through and through the eyes of a lapsed fan, uh, just sort of recap every game in the NFL that happened in the previous week. And it has been going. It's been going. Um, going is the word for it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, in this uh, little stretch, this is the last week of it, right? I don't even remember. But let's let's call it the last week of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because remember, there, there's technically 17 weeks in the NFL. So so it, it would seem on the surface it would be. But yeah, let's call it the last week. Okay. Because I was just going to propose for the final stretch, we just roll reverse. And I, I have you give me what the story was. I'm fine with that. We'll go with that. All right. Uh, but yeah, for, so for the stretch, Mullet will read off a game and its score. And I have to uh, provide what the story was. Uh, uh, the caveat being... I haven't watched a single game. And I watched uh, the, the least I've watched all season this Sunday. So let's get started. Absolutely. Um, I'm using ESPN again just because it's the easiest thing. Um, and it provided, the, I think, the best content oh, before. So I was really hoping for CBSSports.com. <laughs> Legitimately, it was the only other thing I would have used. <laughs> <laughs> so you can use that next week, buddy. Good. Also, because it's topical right now, uh, but we're not talking topical because topical is sad. Um, Thursday night, the Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Tennessee Titans forty to seventeen. Rich, what's oh? Why'd you sound like Pacino? (laughs) Pittsburgh Steelers. Those were uh, large uh, Pittsburgh numbers. uh, I wasn't anticipating. Uh, So the story there. Ladies and gentlemen, start bracing yourself for those playoff Pittsburgh Steelers. Pretty much. Uh, the headline, Roethlisberger throws four TDs. Steelers drill Titans. Hey, good job, ESPN. Better than some of your other titles uh, for no, 47. not even. It makes more sense if they were like the old Oilers. That doesn't make sense at all. Maybe I think that's what they're referring to because you can't drill steel. That's a lot of inference that you have to make. Hey, man, you, I don't know who ESPN's. They're cutting salaries like crazy, so maybe they're just spending all their money on some really good writers. Yeah, Roethlisberger, 299, four TDs, three to Antonio Brown. Congratulations, all you fantasy people. And, uh, yeah, that's that's seemingly about it. Um, Steelers go 8-2. and two, Tennessee Titans go 6-4. and four. Um, And, of course, the Titans are, are going to struggle every now and then when, you know, they have Hank Williams Jr. and Conway Twitty. I'm just going to Tennessee oh, facts at this point now. He's back. I'm back. I just realized I was only focusing on Titans. Oh, don't worry. Tennessee's also involved as well. Uh, yeah, Steelers are fucking going to be scary in the playoffs. 
Sunday, 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 the Detroit Lions defeated the Chicago Bears 27-24. Lions 6-4, Bears now 3-7. and seven. Rich, what's that beautiful story? Uh, the Lions uh, got to play in Chicago and got to play against Chicago, whereas Chicago has had a very competitive losing season. I think they are the, they're not the good bad team, but they're, they're a bad team that's, you know, just really putting their fans through the ringer. <laughs> Come on, guys. By the way, um, all these articles are actually from the Associated Press. We're going to count the Associated Press as the, uh, the story maker this week. Uh, the story is Matt Prater booted the go-ahead field goal through the gusting wind right down the middle with enough room to clear the crossbar. He also gained some revenge against a coach who cut him. Yeah, fuck you, John Fox. Right? John Fox is the coach of the Bears still, right? Oh, I believe so. It's either him or Ditka. Grab one too. Yeah, so Lions are still being uh, Lions are still in there. Lions are, you know, fooling around. Messed, messed around got a triple double. Yeah. If you if you say so. They are <laughs> yes. they're not one of the teams I care to talk about, so move on. Well, one of the teams we do care to talk about, let's go, baby! The Jacksonville Jaguars, 19. The Cleveland, I almost said Cavaliers, but Browns, 7. <laughs> the Jags go to 7-3. and three. The Browns go to 0-10. Oh Rich, what's that story? Whatever it takes to inflate the record to get the Jaguars to the AFC Championship game. Damn it, even though it's not going to happen. It's going to be New England and Pittsburgh, but, like, let's not do that. Let's have fun. Let's be gross. Let some Florida trash into the mix. God, Jacksonville's such trash. Uh, Blake Bortles threw a touchdown pass. No other stats, just he threw a touchdown pass. <laughs> and Jackson, the linebacker, Telvin Smith, recovered a fumble for a touchdown with a minute 14 remaining. The Jaguars won their fourth straight over the winless Browns and moved into sole possession a first place in the AFC South. The Jags' top-ranked defense forced five turnovers, turnovers, two in the final two minutes. They're being dubbed Saxonville. <laughs> Byron Saxonville. I knew you were going to say that, so I let you say it. Thank you. Uh, I scrolled down a little bit, and this stat will open your eyes and clear your butthole all at once. If I'm not mistaken... Uh, I believe it said that the Cleveland Browns are now losers of 35 of their past 37. Hell yeah. And haven't they like not won a game on a Sunday in like two years or three years or four years or five years or six years or seven years or eight years or nine years or ten years? Or something whoa, like whoa, whoa, hold on. Ten years ago, I'm sure we won on one of those Derek Anderson games. Oh, fair. Yeah. Uh yeah, thirty five out of thirty seven. That is impressive. Four. I think, yeah, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Yeah, whole wheel of cheese. That's a commitment. That's a commitment to uh uh uh, 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 uh <laughs> Like they are, they're they're trusting the process. Is what they're doing. Like that is just such a culture of bad. I'm pretty sure I could like myself, you, and like every. If I were to compile how many people are on a professional football team's roster, like 
Like 50-something? Yeah, 50-something. I can compile the 50 best dudes I've ever known in my life. And I'm sure we could scrounge up one win out of 37 in the NFL. That's not true. (laughs) If we played the Browns, then yes, it would be. (laughs) And then we we would have one win where they've gotten two over the past three seasons. That's my point. Oh, they're so bad. They're terrible. Uh, Speaking of terrible, the Baltimore Ravens, 23, the Green Bay Packers, zero. Uh, Rich, what's the story or was there one? (laughs) Uh, Joe Flacco shows Todd Hundley how to be a real quarterback. (laughs) Uh, None of their names appear anywhere in this article. (laughs) Uh, The deep wobbly pass. What's this fucking... Hunter S. Thompson writing this shit? The deep wobbly pass appeared to be underthrown. And the receiver slipped. Uh, The first uh, sentence in this paragraph is about somebody tripping. Uh, Raven Raven safety Eric Weddle stepped up in the open field for an interception so easy it looked as if it was the intended target. It's been a while since Baltimore has been this good at keeping opponents off the scoreboard. Uh, Yeah. It sounds to me like they're kind of giving the Ravens defense a little, like, kind of a, a lot of credit there. Well, they do lead the, the, the league at interceptions, as I'm reading here. Um, but you're also playing Brett fucking Hundley, so. Yeah. Uh, and and they have the Browns in their division. And they have the Bengals in their division. So. Brett Hundley looks like a Bruno Mars impersonator. Um, yeah, the the Ravens might sneak into the playoffs, won't they? Probably. That's and they'll they'll bore us all the way through the second round because they'll somehow get in there. Oh, the Ravens. Speaking of oh, the blank, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers thirty, the Miami Dolphins twenty. Both teams are now at four and six. Rich, what's the story? Florida's a trash state, but trash teams. And Kenny Stills had a career day. Oh, good. I'm glad, I'm glad it was beneficial to you. <laughs> Tampa Bay gave a big play after big play. The Buccaneers wasted a 13-point lead. They were an inch or two shy of giving up a safety that probably would have changed everything in the final minutes. That doesn't sound like a winning formula. Against the blundering Miami Dolphins, it was good enough. Oh, Cutler threw ooh, three first-half interceptions. Yeah. And, and then he got a concussion. Sure, he got a concussion, air quotes. Uh, he got a concussion from air quotes is what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> Jake Cutler got a concussion. And then uh, uh, apparently Moore came in. Uh, Played did great. very well. And he still will not be the starting quarterback. So, well, he did have that pretty fucking dreadful starting performance. Yeah? Well, nobody's good, so what does it matter? I think I think what you should do is Jake Cutler should play the first two series, should get horrifically injured like Mr. Bill, and then Matt Moore finish the game, and you guys will probably end up being like 10 and 6. Uh, on my uh, Facebook year ago thing, whatever, I believe my status was something to the effect of, the Dolphins winning five games in a row, and I was a very happy person a year ago from now. They haven't won five games after week 12. 
Um, also, uh, congratulations. Uh, adding to, I feel like if you if the Dolphins were playing Trivial Pursuit, they've almost filled the wheel. You had your drug scandal. Uh, now you've had your domestic violence uh, story um, with Ray Mayaluga getting uh, cut from the team for beating somebody up. So you guys are almost there. You just have to hit um, like child abuse and history, and you'll be good to go. You can make your way to the middle of the, the board and win the game. <laughs> next, please. Absolutely next. Vikings 24, Rams 7. Give me that first place in the NFC, Man. baby. Fuck you. I'm glad you're happy. No one else is. You're ruining fun things. Fuck you and your fucking Vikings. I am as happy as a pig in shit, but the pig's unfamiliar with the shit. <laughs> He's like, oh, I do enjoy this. Why am I here? I don't know anything that's going on. Uh, Latavius Murray, 95 and two TDs. Adam Thielen, I think I'm saying that right. Um, 65 yard score, and the Vikings smothered the NFL's highest scoring offense, 24 to seven. Oh man, it's going to sound really shitty come like January when I'm like, like just fucking listing off all these stats and quotes I don't know, just to try to sound like I'm ready for my team to be in the Super Bowl. Well, enjoy ruining it for the rest of us. I know. We were I'm having so- fun. We were having fun. We were having a good time, which is far and few between in this league these days. And you just come trollop slinging to Memorial Stadium and just and just taking a, a big old uh, uh, Minnesota moochie dookie on it. <laughs> moochie dookie. Look, we've had plenty of moochie dookie seasons. So we'll be terrible next year. Don't worry. It's the way that it goes. And the Rams are fine. The Rams are still 7-3 and three for crying out loud. You guys are fine. Uh, Saints, 34. Redskins, 31. In OT. Saints are 8-2. and two. Uh, They have now won eight in a row, in fact. The Redskins are 4-6. and six. Rich, what's that story? Uh, the Saints come marching in. I'm sure that's the first time that headline would have been used. Um did you just gasp because I like got it right, or what was that? No, that was me. That was me laughing at the fact that I thought you were going to get it exactly right as I, as I scrolled down. It's like, oh no, <laughs> foul ball, caught, uh, <laughs> out. Um, yeah, no, the Saints uh, turn it on, and they're they've uh, the Saints are like that. Uh, aging basketball player that can't go aggressively to the rim anymore, so mm-hmm. they develop an outside shooting shot. That's yeah. that's the New Orleans Saints. And the Saints, I, the Saints I, are Vince Carter. I, I love that. Yep. Uh, but they still have a little bit of old Saints in them. They raised a 15-point deficit in the final six minutes, which is what they always used to do, but still lose. <laughs> yeah. So now they're winning those games. Yeah. Um, Mark Ingram seems to be killing it recently. I keep seeing his name everywhere. Breeze, 385 and two touchdowns. Son of a bitch. Actually, I don't know if the Saints... I'd have to look at like the conference standings, but... The, oh, well, I think the Eagles are still 9-1, and one, so they're probably first yeah. place, actually. But it's all right. I just want, a sec, I just want a second round by. That's, that's all I want. Um, ugh, all I want is to not read that the Giants had 12 and the Chiefs had 9, winning in overtime. The Giants are now 2-8, and eight, Chiefs 6-4. and four. Ugh. Or just, what's what's story? Good story. I don't want to do full sentences for this story, Rich. Give it. The grass gave up on this game. 
<laughs> just imagine like remember that old Buffalo Wild Wings commercial where like they're like trying to keep the game like going so like people <laughs> yeah. can stay. So like the sprinklers are propping up and stuff. That's what was happening in this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, time could not move fast enough for this game to end. Yeah, I'm not even gonna read the. Yeah, you're about right. Uh, I will say the um, the field goal kicker for the Giants has a great name. I don't know if you know it or not. Uh, Aldrich Rojas. All right. It's just a cool name. It's this good. It's way too good for a kicker name. Um, yeah, let's not talk about this. The Chiefs are uh, devolving into something terrible, and the Giants fucking suck. 31 Texans, 21 Cardinals. Both teams are now 4-6. and six. My God, how many 4-6 and six teams are there? Story Rich, hit me with it. Look, you know, uh, you got to teach a child about things, uh, such as like facts of life, you know, and and there are, are things that are unfair and and things that are bad. There's bad people in the world. And uh, you just got to be able to speak up for some people that can't speak up and 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 just always try to be on the right side of history and be and and, you know, like, just do good. Do good. What's in your heart? Don't but you're be, saying you're huh? saying nothing of substance. <laughs> you're speaking in such generalities just so you don't have to talk about this game. Did I fill the time? Yeah, you did. Okay. I, I, this is the this is the most this game headline or like first paragraph ever. Rookie Deonta Foreman ran for sixty five yards and two fourth quarter touchdowns before being carted off the field with an ankle injury to help the Texans snap a three game losing streak with a win over the Cardinals on Sunday. And then you scroll down and you find out that Blaine Gabbert started for the Cardinals. Stop hiring Blaine Gabbert. That's if you're a football team, if you're a high school football team for coaching. That's if you're a Fuddruckers. That's if you are a goddamn Bed Bath & Beyond seasonally. Stop accepting Blaine Gabbert applications. Leave him alone. <laughs> Let him hang himself. No, man. It's cool. It's, I like his new nickname he's going by uh, as uh, Exhibit A in the Colin Kaepernick case. I really hope, like, something, like, he's suing the NFL, right? So he walks up for his opening remarks. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, Blaine Gabbard is starting a fucking NFL game today. I know it's 2019, and it took a little while for this trial to start, but he's starting a game probably right now. So all you go fuck yourselves. Give me my money. He started instead of me. <laughs> Legitimately. Yeah. God, Blaine fucking Gabbard should be punched by the karate kid. Uh, holy shit, Ralph look Macchio at this. holding it down, by the way, on the deuce. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, man, I've been waiting to get to the only game I heard about. Chargers, 54. Bills, 24. Rich, what's that story? Gamblers. They had a day. Uh, <laughs> the Chargers uh, had all those layover points cash in finally. And then, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I believe the Bills started Nathan Peter Nathan Peterson. <laughs> Nathan, nope. Even worse, Nathan Peterman. Peter Nathan Peterman. Um, he 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 sounds like uh, uh, Dave Chappelle's white man character. <laughs> Nathan Peterman here for five o'clock news. Damn yeah. it! God damn it! Uh, it's 
yeah, the Bills are the Bills have done the 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 process thing in giving up on the season while not saying they've given up on the season explicitly. They were five and four. Like they yeah. they were over five hundred in this it. fucking division. How many four and sixes have I read? And they're still better than those four and six teams. Uh, Nate, I just want to make sure that the fact it's on record. Nathan Peterman threw five interceptions in the first half. Sounds like a Dolphins quarterback. <laughs> uh, remember my thing earlier about how like I could round up like fifty dudes and win an NFL game. I could round up fifty dudes, and none of them would throw five interceptions in the first half. Because after the after the first two or three, we'd be like. Yo, motherfucker, I'm just going to hand the ball off. Is that all right? No. Yeah, like, that's it. You're just handing the ball off. That's, that's the play call you're calling for me? Nah, fuck you. I'm handing the audible every single fucking play. I'm not going to be Nathan Peterman. You see what I'm doing? Get rid of me or have me hand the ball off. Don't have me throw it again. You're the dumb one. I'm just bad. But you're dumb. I want Peterman to be like a verb like Munson from Kingpin. Like, I got Peterman. <laughs> Oh, it's horrible. Um, oh, yeah, the Chargers won a game. Good for them. Uh, the <laughs> Chargers might backdoor themselves into the playoffs as well, just saying. They they are, surprise, surprise, four and six. Which means um, everyone's still alive. Absolutely. Yeah, I think like three teams have been uh, eliminated, and that's it. Uh, where was I? The Cincinnati Bengals, 20. The Denver Broncos, 17. Bengals are four and six. The Broncos are three and seven. I think somehow I've actually been eliminated from the playoffs because of of my father-in-law, this being his favorite team. That poor man is going to be going to the Dolphins-Broncos game this upcoming weekend. Um, so I'd like to apologize in advance for that live report I'll have. Uh, what's the story, Rich? Uh, look, hey, the the these teams are... Got a, yeah, they got a, a sense of duty. Uh, some of them have families, and they need to, uh, you know, they're just out there collecting a paycheck. Keep getting them checks, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Dalton threw three touchdowns. This is the first time the Bengals have won in Denver since 1975. Well, hold on, hold on. Dalton, Andy Dalton threw three touchdowns, and they scored 20 points. So they missed. The oh, next, so they missed an extra point. They yeah, they had to miss it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, franchise franchise founder Paul Brown was their coach at the time, the, the last time they won, and the, this is the longest losing streak for the Broncos in 27 years. And Brock Osweiler is still stop taking Brock Osweiler resumes. I feel like Brock Osweiler and Blaine Gabbert are Will Ferrell and John C. Riley and stepbrothers going all these dumbass job interviews. They. Uh, this game is is just inconsequential to everything. This is this game is uh, 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 immune to the chaos theory. Like anything could happen <laughs> in this game, and it wouldn't have changed anything else throughout the rest of time. Very fair. Uh, the New England Patriots thirty three, the Oakland Raiders eight, New England eight and two, the Raiders four and six. Rich story. Uh, here, here, here. Uh, oh, wasn't this game in Mexico City? It was, and Bill Belichick hates it. Yep. <laughs> That's really yep. the story. He was, Bill Belichick was like, hey, thank God there weren't any volcanoes or earthquakes. Like, what do you think Mexico is? You <laughs> dumb racist. 
Yeah, I, this is the year we should send our team named the Patriots to Mexico. Mexico, Jesus. with the most outright Fuck. Trump supporter in the entire league coaching that team. Supporters. God damn it. Yeah. Fuck this league. The game was fine. You know, uh, everything was cool. Wish those conquistadors had kept it down. It's like, oh my God, Bill, no. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, uh, Brady. Tom Brady felt right at home in his first appearance in Mexico. Yeah, because he's probably had he probably cheated on Giselle like six hundred times with nannies by throwing for three thirty nine and three touchdowns to the light of an adoring crowd. Yeah, so move him to Mexico then. Don't have to deal with their bullshit. How does this keep happening? <laughs> there were seventy seven thousand people there. That's better than really the most attended game of the season. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> God. And, again, we uh, we curse the Raiders, so apologize to all you Raiders fans. Yeah. So, But they're 4-6. and six. Still in it. Uh, still in it are the Philadelphia Eagles, and they're, like, all in it. 37. The Cowboys, 9. Yeah, Philly is really flexing right now which is not a bad time in the season to flex like that um they've almost wrapped up the nfc east already i mean basically yeah and they yeah man like the cowboys just are unfortunate which that's a cowboys season is either unexpected or unfortunate either way Mm -hmm. on uh (laughs) The Dallas Un Cowboys. Uh, the headline: uh, No kicker, no problem for the Eagles. Apparently, they lost their kicker, and I don't even know if they had another one. And they still won by like twenty-eight points. Uh, I do want to point out uh, that uh, I'm scrolling down, and of course, I'm seeing like names in bold, so I can click on them. Like Dak throwing three interceptions, Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott serving a six-game suspension, and Jay Ajayi uh, having a seventy-one-yard run. Oh, hit 91 yards on seven carries. My God. <laughs> oh, Rich, I'm sorry, buddy. No, it was a good trade, man. Bad attitude. If they if flip, hey, hey, man, flip that record around and see how good he'd, he'd be. See what a locker room head. Just go ahead and flip it around and see, like, if the tables return. And then that's how that's why we got, you know, this is a right move culture. And, you know, we are, you know, knee. He had a knee thing, too, man. All right. Now, uh, tell me not in the little voice that's in Adam Gase's butt. (laughs) It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. The Eagles are good. So, hey, you might... I don't hate Damian Williams and Kenyon Drake, but like, fuck on, guys. Jesus, what? Why? What happened? What happened? Fourth round pick. Those, uh, yeah, fourth round pick is bad. Uh, though I'm so behind, I had never heard of those two running backs for the Dolphins before. I thought you were just saying names of kids that are on Disney Channel shows. <laughs> it was Kirion Keir- Drake. Is that was his name? Kenyon Drake. Canyon Drake, okay. And what was the other one? Damian Williams. 
Eh, it's a little bit more. Yeah, not really Disney. But uh, well, I thought you said it was like Kirion Drake. I'm like, what? Who the fuck is that? That's a made-up name. That's our weekly made-up name of the week. Uh, and finally, Monday night, yesterday, uh, from when we're recording this, Falcons 34, Seahawks 31. Both teams are 6-4. and four. Rich, what's the story? That would have been like a cool Super Bowl like two years ago or even last year. But it wasn't. Well, well it, not it, Super Bowl, it, NFC, it NFC, NFC, NFC Championship. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it should be. Because I think it was. I think it yeah, I don't think it was the NFC Championship game last year, but I think it was the, like, uh, not the divisional either, like, whatever they call, like, the middle one, um, like, the quarter, like, the semifinals or whatever, the NFC, and it, I think it was a pretty good game, but, um, yeah, Matt Ryan threw some touchdowns, Adrian Claiborne returned a fumble, and uh, Falcons held off a rally. Yeah. So now they're all uh, they're all right in the thick of it. What are those uh, What are those uh, records for both of them? Both they're both six and four. Six and four. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, I would definitely say it's the thick of it. Uh, they'll both be fine. Um, it sounds like it was a competitive game. From what I understand, the Seahawks kind of blew it a little bit. Sure. Um, I, we're at the end of the week, so I want to real quick, if the playoffs started today, what um, the playoffs would look like. So the AFC, the Steelers, and the, the Patriots would get first-round buys. Boring. And then it would be... It would be... The uh, the three seed, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Hell yeah. taking on the six seed, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, my God. Let the ghost and... of Mark Brunel live on. <laughs> He's alive and kicking. Um, And the four seed, the Kansas City Ch- Chiefs, taking on the five seed, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, you're right. The Kansas City Chips. The Kansas City Chips. Are they Lays or are they Pringles? Stop asking questions. <laughs> They're wild. In um, the NFC, first round buys would be the Eagles and the Vikings. So I was correct. The three seed Saints would take on the six seed, that's the Atlanta Vikings, Falcons. That's Vikings uh, fucking record is such a false falsehood. It sure is. And then the four five matchup would be the Rams and the Panthers. Look at the Panthers are seven and three because they were off this week. It's a disaster. The Panthers are a falsehood as well. Jesus Christ. Yep. Yep. Hashtag Rams Jags SB Owl. Oh, I want it Hashtag so bad. Sept. Hashtag Sept C E P T the Vikes. Starting it now. <laughs> Hashtag Sept the Vikes. Um, cool. I got like five minutes before I have to go pick up my mother and ruin the rest of my holiday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> real quick. Uh, a quick. What you watching? Uh, so last week I. Last fr- last Friday, I stayed in and watched three documentaries. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, in in not in order. Um, I watched Jim and Andy: The Great Beyond on Netflix. Uh, I'm so close to being finished with it. Yeah, uh, it's fascinating uh, to oh, see so like how detached a human being can be from reality while still mm-hmm. uh, while still being self aware, but like like just they're like second level self-aware without having hit the first level it's sure. very bizarre uh my two comments so far um i'm only like 20 minutes left but number one uh jim carrey are their next great american tragedy and i'm sorry in advance for everybody this is the hot scoop oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah number two um there are way not enough Paul Giamatti facial expressions in that. Every time, every time I see him, like kind of in the background or something, or like shown reacting to things, he's like 
Motherfucker. I just got off the set of Big Mama's house, and now I'm dealing with this bullshit. Give me, put me back on that set. I just want, like, just the conversations that Giamatti and DeVito had. Just, like, after, I almost said fucking Andy, after Carrie would leave a room, of them just going, like, I, how much longer? This is. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Poor Milos Foreman. Yeah, I feel so bad for Milo Schwarman, man. He just wanted to wear some polos and direct a movie. <laughs> I'm directing a movie about Andy Kaufman. I'm having to work harder than fucking Jack Nicholson, probably <laughs> trying to stick his tongue up every single nurse ratchet assistant's butt. Uh, I can't wait till that article comes out in a week. Um, <laughs> That's going to ruin one floor with the cuckoo's ass for everybody. Uh, yeah, man. Fucking A. Uh <laughs> everyone was working harder than Jim Carrey was on that movie because of Jim Carrey. Yeah, because he was playing three characters. Yeah. Um, uh, The other documentary I watched was uh, on HBO. Uh, It was Spielberg, the Spielberg documentary. Oh, I've been... Um, That's that's not available anywhere else. No, it's only on HBO. Okay, yeah, I gotta gotta fix my my login on my phone because it doesn't work on my PS4 because of the cable provider Sam's mom has. So I gotta it get was a whole lot better than I was expecting. I was expecting Good. it to be kind of along the same vein as, as like uh, as as Ric Flair's 30 for 30, just kind of like sure. a career retrospective. Is puff piece great? almost. Super puff piece. Mm-hmm. And like it still was that, but it also went into like a lot of his themes and his different phases of his career and Good. like a lot of choices and like a lot of stuff about his parents, like a lot of stuff about his parents, which was fucking fascinating. And it literally, it literally and legitimately had me laughing and crying within like 15 minutes of each other. It was very, very good. Hell yeah. Um, I've been wanting to see that. Yeah. And I, I wish it hit on like a few other movies like here and there, like it skipped over a few. Um, that just like didn't have as much cultural significance or anything like that, um, but it was very very good. A lot nice, yeah. Uh, and then the last thing uh, I watched, which was actually the first thing I watched that night, was another HBO documentary. I don't know if you've heard anything about it, uh, but it's called Tickled. I have not, but you have my interest. <sighs> I. I am not going to say anything more than this. Oh, Lord. It starts out as a documentary about competitive tickling. And then it takes a hard left. <laughs> That's a hard left. That's a hard left. Within the first five minutes. I'm imagining. I'm, all right. So like, here's a question I'm going to pose to you. Uh, compare this as like um, broadly as you can to the King of Kong in that, like when you sit down and watch the King of Kong and it starts, like you kind of know what you're getting into. And then it starts to plays out within the first minute of like Walter day being like, Oh, the ladies are coming up and he's saying, I hear you're really good at centipede. And we're like, hold on. This is something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> we were in for something really weird. Like compare it to that. Uh, you know, it, uh, yeah, it's it's more than that. Jesus, I need to seek this out. Also, uh, man, how could you watch that first and then watch two other movies without having to take care of that boner? <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, it's not that kind of movie. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Now I'm scared. <laughs> I'm imagining this turns into, like, making a fucking murderer or something. Also because uh, I'm still, because other things have come up and yeah. I've been busy. I haven't finished Mindhunter. So I'm just finished the, like, principal tickling section. And, like, <laughs> so I, I hear, like, you talking about tickling. I'm like, man, why is oh, tickling God, a thing yeah. in, like, in, like, your life like, right now? Pop there's so much tickling going on. <laughs> I'm a dad, man. I can't be having this happen. Uh, so yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. been those. Those are like the big three that I knocked out this past weekend. On nice. top of, uh, uh, I caught um, SNL this past week with Chance. Chance. And Eminem. I haven't um, watched it yet, but heard nothing but great things about it. Chance was great. Chance I bet he was. was. He was so good. Um, and Eminem said was. Uh, good um he only did one set where he did like a medley of three songs and mm-hmm. like the big intrigue from that was he was like supposed to have dropped a new album like the day before and it didn't come out and so people were just assuming that he'd have a new single from it that night and it didn't happen and so i don't know that's the most i've fo- uh, followed up on that Maybe well i know he'd like I, from what I read, like I know, like one of the songs is apparently a single that Beyonce's on, but I haven't. I don't listen to. Yeah, fucking... no, that's that's been out for a while. Yeah, I, I still have yet to hear it. Like I couldn't tell you. I went over um, to Radon's place, so I've heard it. <laughs> but actually, the doorbell is before before yeah. you get into the before you get into his apartment to listen to the whole fucking yeah. song. Um, but yeah, no, I know he heard that, but I'm sure there's something underneath there, or maybe just being different. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's that's. I don't really have much to report. Like I said, I'm trying to catch up on Mindhunter. Or I'm trying to finish Mindhunter, and then I got my little list after that. Uh, I was waiting for Jim and Andy, so I kind of like superseded everything, and I'm almost done with it. Um, I think that's about it. There's no Merry with Movies this week, uh, tomorrow, from when you're hearing this, because we've been so busy dealing with two families and the holiday, and et cetera. Um, so I've watched... Uh, Planes, trains, and automobiles, the first 15 minutes and the next 15 minutes on two separate days. Uh, so at this rate, I will finish this movie by the time next Thanksgiving rolls around. Um, just want your fucking car to get out. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to that part yet. I haven't even gotten to that part yet. You just want to sit fucking down and watch the fucking movie. Thank you. Record a fucking podcast. Um, don't worry, man. I like you. Your family likes you. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh oh also um tonight as this drops um a bunch of people are coming over to watch the room in anticipation for the disaster artist coming out yep. uh next week which we bought our tickets for today. Oh, nice. can't wait for that. Uh I did again we don't don't have married movies this week but uh, we were able to venture out last week on a rare day where the two of us are off in the middle of the week and we're able to catch Thor and Murder on the Orient Express. Like them both. You'll hear more in the next episode. Um, but uh, definitely, if you haven't checked out Thor, check out Thor. Yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, and if you haven't checked out Kenneth Branagh's mustache, then just go look up some pictures. And you basically get it, but it's not bad. Like, it, it was, it's the most, like, inconsequential movie of all time. You could just watch Wild Wild West on Netflix, because it's on Netflix now. It's true. And you get a mechanical spider in that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Last quick story. Uh, a month or so back, we were playing this huge board game that Spencer has called Ticket to Ride. Um, I've heard of it. Yep. And like we were trying to find like 
old timey westerny like railroad music, which isn't a genre, <laughs> and uh, and so I know where this is going. Wild, Wild West just came up, and I'm like, yeah, I've yep. never seen it. And so Spencer lost his mind. Like, You've never seen it? I love that movie. I'm like, oh god. So yeah, so we watched it that night, and um, yeah, man. <laughs> I just bought it for three dollars at Walmart <laughs> like, two or three monster. weeks ago, and Samantha's like, I put like the new movies I buy on the stairs, bef- like when I bring them home, because it remind me to put them upstairs. And she like <laughs> looked over and she goes, "What? Why?" And I'm like, "Come on, seriously, it was three dollars from Walmart West." <laughs> and then I made her watch the uh, the Kevin Smith Superman story. Oh yeah, she's like she's like. Well, no, I don't have to watch Wild Wild West. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It's a, it's a fair can point. You, uh, can you just get me a supercut with Kevin Klein, please? Yeah, I am. Um, uh, just before we wrap up, the one last quick, quick, yeah. quick thing. Uh, if you're talking big ass board games, uh, run by Spencer Captain Sonar, or just Sonar. Mm-hmm. Um, something we played at our friend Matt's house. He's been waiting to play this game for literally months because the like the full big badass version of it takes eight people. It's basically uh, like the most intricate battleship you can play with like each person playing like an actual role on a submarine um, and like like people tracking the boats on like how they're moving. It, I fucking loved it. Me and Matt were the only two that did. And it literally caused three huge arguments between couples. <laughs> so uh, Sounds like fun. I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. I hate to say this in the way I'm going to say it. I think if you play with eight guys, it'll be a lot better. <laughs> Or at least, like, eight of the same uh, gender. Exactly. Yeah. Or, like, if you just play with, like, in, in, in the midst of friends as opposed to, I'm the captain of the ship, and my significant other is going to be the radio operator, and uh, neither one of them knows what the fuck they're doing. Right. I will say, I miss my calling in life. I am a fantastic radio operator. You better I had, say. I had two direct hits on a boat before the other team just flat out quit because of all the arguments they were having. <laughs> Uh, I think I think you guys would really dig it, um, especially in like like you guys play those are starting to play those a lot, so they'll be the right crop of people. So just a recommendation. Yeah. But let's uh, let's go home, Rich. Let's go home. So yeah, thank you very much for uh, checking out this edition, episode seventy of the Blank Slate. Uh, and of course, um, if you'd like to support, there's a ton of ways to support the show as well as the network. You can. Um, of course, uh, rate, review us on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever it is that you listen to podcasts. Um, you could tweet about us at Blank Slate Pod. Um, subscribe. Uh, if, you, if you do uh, uh, rate us, if you leave us a review, that is, oh, so primo. It helps so much with uh, just how the whole dang thing works over there. Um, if you want to do more than just leave some very kind words. You could head on over to patreon.com slash arcade audio and uh, 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 become a patron of the network. Uh, you can select this show. You can select any other shows to uh, put the bulk of your donation to uh, and uh, hit up those uh, different tiers. We got bonus episodes. I have to uh, edit uh, episode two of Cops and Throbbers uh, to get that yep. up soon. Um, it's a very fun game. Uh, that is a crossover episode uh, between a lot of the shows on the network, as well as uh, merch seasons coming around. Uh, so we'll be sending out some merch um, closer towards the holidays. Speaking of merch, you can head on over to arcadeaudio.net slash merch, 
and uh, uh, check out the Dilettante Ball official T-shirt, uh, The Devil's Christmas. Um, this is the holiday season. Doesn't say which specific holiday it is. Um, so check it out. Um, there may be a Black Friday sale. So if you want to hang on till uh, December nice. tw- or uh, uh, November 24th, uh, you can make Black Friday even a little bit darker. Hell uh, yeah. By purchasing that shirt and more stuff to come as well. And of course, arcadeaudio.net for uh, all the other shows and everything else you need to know or would ever even want. Uh, you building IKEA furniture over there? What's going on? Who me? No, I'm, I'm literally not. I'm literally not moving. <laughs> I heard something scratching around. So either either you're lying or we got ghosts. Uh, we got ghosts because I have not moved. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, talking merch. Hey, uh, we don't have a Chris Benoit shirt anymore, but we could still sell that same shirt and call it the Blank Slate shirt. Uh, I, I want a running gag to be that on whatever merchandise store we sell, you can buy a twenty dollars white T-shirt from us. I still in the feel hopes bad that somebody already, like somebody actually did that. I feel bad. Well, they're they're the ones at fault. Uh, I got nothing to plug at your host Mullet on Twitter. Um, that's about it. Uh, like I said, Married Movies is off this week. We will hopefully be back the week afterwards uh, to celebrate Thanks, Jilly. There'll be a nice, there'll be a nice little thanks, Jilly message up this Thursday that I got to record here in like the next five minutes. And but, Potswoggle's um, a game this week. Potswoggle's two games. I was originally going to split it up into two uh, episodes, but I like the flow of the two of them uh, with special guest Andrew Zangry filling oh. in uh, for you and Spencer because you guys were trapped. Because you had no, no, no. I have, I have no time. I have oh. no time. Fine, I have I'll no just time. record this myself. It was yep. so much better than it had any business yep. being. Oh, my God. I loved it in spite of myself. Not Fuck. listening. Not it listening. was so professionally done and reimagined yep. the, the songs. I'll never listen Nothing. to Cheeseburger in Paradise the same way again. Oh, my God. God. That can't be a thing. <laughs> There's no way. You listen to Cheeseburger in Paradise the same fucking way every time. Oh, that show had some of the best wire work I'll ever see in my life. Oh, shut the way. What? you're getting closer. Let's wrap it up. I have to pick up my mother. <laughs> That's the closest you got me to getting to talk about this. Oh, she'll fucking, understand. Fucking Spider-Man turn off the dark, but with oh fucking God. Margaritaville. Eat their hearts out. Oh, so fucking good. God damn it. I, I, it pissed me off how much I enjoyed that show. Next uh, week. Next week we will go into this, okay? Fuck. Oh, God. I'm getting the blood boiling all over again. Anyway, you can find me at Rich Cammy on, on Twitter and Instagram see me posting all about Escape to Margaritaville opening night in Chicago. Um, saw Mike O'Malley. Didn't even bother him because we're good people. Um, <laughs> no, you ruined his night. You didn't go up to him and recognize him. <laughs> there was one moment before the show where he was just like waiting for somebody that was in the bathroom, just like in the lobby by himself. It's like, so I'm not going to do it. Let's go to the bathroom, Mo. Yeah, that was that was the tempting. That was, of course, the. Uh, of course. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Um, so that's where I'm at. Um, and uh, yeah, if you're in Chicago, uh, I got a show this Sunday at Comedy Sports at seven uh, with my team Divine, and uh, uh, I might have some more shows uh, in other capacities uh, coming up soon. So nice. Keep an uh, keep an ear out for that. Uh, but yeah. So aside from that. Um, 
I don't have anything else to say. Mullen, I know you got to run, but do you have any final thoughts? Nope, I was going to make a tasteless joke about your team eating dog shit because it's a divine reference, but I did it anyway. It sucks. I'm turning into the trash that Margaritaville is. <laughs> Except that you didn't even make a joke about it. You just made a statement about making a joke about it. So yep. not only were you trash, but you're lazy trash. Thank you very much for listening to The Blank Slate. You can go ahead and delete this now. Catch you Slater. Of course I'm lazy trash. I'm the one that says catch you Slater. I almost thought you weren't going to do it either. No, I am so predictable. I'm unpredictable. <laughs> Eat. Dog he, sure, he surely can't do it again. Yeah, he fucking did. God damn it. He got me. That's the story of me. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net. 